0: Thank you for joining us. I'm Paul Wilson. And I'm Chris Hemke. And this is Diesel Performance Podcast. Guys, you may notice by our backdrop, we are not in the studio right now. Uh, We're recording this one late at night because I think we have somebody who, who, like us, has a lot of passion for diesel performance industry. So much so that he he has turned his hobby into going to the Ultimate Callout Challenge. It's Turbo Tom, guys. Turbo Tom, how the hell are you?
1: Thanks, guys, for having me. I appreciate it. It's awesome to be here. No? sorry sure for my voice, time. by the way. Sorry for my voice, by the way. I had a good time at UCC and I'm still a little, uh, you're yeah. you're cheering and you're ramped up, you know, that's all it is. Oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I've, I think we've all come back from UCC with that just totally burnt throat from having that whole weekend of, of the stress and the fun and the drinking and the, the sleeping and the not sleeping and all that all together. Um, one thing I will say is coming back from UCC is. I know going into this event, there were a lot of us that had an eye on you um, and, and kind of getting into this and really wanted to see what your truck was going to do this year. And I thought I thought it was an amazing showing uh, for anybody who's been living under a rock. Can you give us a rundown? Tell us about your truck.
1: All right. So um, this is a 2010 Ram. Uh, I decided to go with a fourth gen platform because, well, third gens, everybody's got them. Uh, I wanted to do something a little different. I started with a fourth gen that was a daily driver. And I was like, I got all these parts and I can't drive the truck because it's broken half the time. So I went and I found the cheapest four wheel drive fourth gen I could at the time in the country. Flew down to Florida, my first time ever on an airplane flight and drove the truck home. Uh, Proceeded to swap all the parts off of my 2012 onto my 2010, made a street truck. I uh, had a good time and uh, slowly started trying to get it faster. Eventually got it down to like a ten nineteen and in the quarter um, factory ECM, which if anybody knows anything about these ECMs, that's a lot. Um, I don't know of anybody with a factory 4th gen, you know, especially 2010 to 2012 ECM that's been that fast. Um, but then uh, things got out of control. So I went to UCC, I believe, the year they had the qualifier, I don't remember if that was 18 or what, um, met Trevor Frederson, was looking at his truck. He followed along with what I did, and he's like, you could build this, and that was the downfall. So <laughs> from there, you know, pushing this thing to you a know, 1019 in the quarter, I'm starting to cut it up and all that, I'm like, well, I need to do something. The stock bottom end's not going to hold up. So I contacted Freedom Racing, we got a kind of an idea what to go what we wanted to do i went from a th- i wanted to go from a thousand horsepower to two thousand which you skip a whole lot of steps a whole yeah. lot of learning that you miss in there um and i've been trying to catch up ever since so the truck was obviously down for quite a while while that was happening so i proceeded to just gut everything um the floor every if there's a double body panel on something i tried to take it off basically the cab is just like one thin piece of sheet metal um, took yeah, I mean I had the cab off the frame cut big holes in the frame which uh, maybe, uh, maybe I shouldn't have done that I don't know um, but and just kept, kept cutting truck um, the truck up um, eventually I four linked the truck I front four linked the truck got rid of the factory front suspension um, so I also needed a cage I was going 1019s track number gave me a problem but I know if I was going to take this thing racing it would be an issue so I bought a bender Bought some tubing and I said, well, let me try it. Like the hardest part of a cage to me is like the main hoop. So I did the main hoop and I did it one night. I'm like, this isn't a big deal. So rather than 850, let's just do a 25-6 cage. Uh, So I built the entire 25-6 cage myself in my garage. Um, That took a lot of time. Um, I don't want to say I'll do it again, but I'm glad I did it you can definitely tell on the cage where I started and where I finished because the the craftsmanship got better as it went. Um, So now the truck is certified down to a 10 or 799 in the quarter. And I I think I'm not sure what the eighth mile uh, certification is, but did that all myself. I learned it all myself. Never was taught how to cut tube or do any of that. I knew how to TIG weld. That was about it. Just kind of figured everything else out for myself. Um, got our Freedom Racing Engine's engine, you know, stabbed it in here. Holdoon's Performance Transmissions, Transmission, which they've been doing my transmission work before. Uh, definitely kind of a next level build for them. Um, and we've had, you know, we've learned throughout it. And now, like, we have a trans brake in the truck. It's our first truck with the trans brake, stuff like that. I've burned up a lot of converters, you know, just learning, you know, not knowing any better. Like, hey, don't Bring the thing up on boost three or four or five times in a row. It gets hot. Well, you don't know that doing it in your garage. You're like, oh, the pan temperature is this. Not realizing all that heat's in the converter. Um, But all that kind of stuff. So anything on this truck that you see, I did myself. Freedom built the engine. Balloons built the transmission. And Hardway does the tuning. Anything else, it's me. If you see a weld or something that doesn't look right, that was me. I did it all myself. Mounting the fiberglass doesn't fit perfect. I did it, and I'll take ownership of that. I mean, I, it's my first front clip I've ever managed. So cool.
2: I, I need to build. As you're talking to us and, and telling us about this, there's a lot of questions that spark in my head. And the first one is, I know you had said it was 18 or 19. I, I want to say it was 19, the qualifier uh, at UCC. Did you compete in the qualifier, or you were a spectator at, at UCC that year?
1: Oh, I was a spectator. Was a spectator. Okay. Um, I might have had a media pass at the time with the YouTube channel and all. Um, so I was just going around talking to people, and me and Trevor Peterson, the T Pain truck, we we really hit it off. Okay. Um, I mean, to the point that he was in my crew this year. Okay. Um, and he's just like, dude. He he was following along with the YouTube channel. He said, "You could build this," and that got the gears turning. And uh, yeah.
2: So. Do you have any? I mean, drag racing. Yes, I understand that you were drag racing with the truck, but you had never been in any other competitions. You know, DPC, uh, All Truck Challenge, anything like that. You just decided you were going to build this badass truck, one off, no experience, uh, with with like major truck competition. You're just going to throw your hat in the ringer for UCC in 2020, which that was, or 2021, sorry, which was your first year, correct?
1: Yes. So when I first built it as like a street truck, I wanted to do like DPC or all, uh well, I guess it was, it's all truck challenge now, but right. at the time king it was uh, king of the street. But I, you know, they missed a year there, so I didn't know what was going on with it. And DPC, the problem with DPC is you have to be voted in, right? So I'm like, well, now I'm confined to an event that I don't know is going to happen again, and an event I might never get voted in. So I was like, well, you know, let's just Go for it. That's and awesome. Just, I mean, UCC, you got to you got to show what you do to do UCC. That's how it always was. And uh, so let me get this thing out there and see how fast I can get it. And Trevor, once again, he in twenty one. Uh, they, I guess, UCC put out. We're looking for two more competitors. So I, you know, put an email out. And here's what I got. Uh, a couple of my, you know, people that help me out, my sponsors, uh, Fluid Amper, Fleece Performance contacted those guys like hey look i want to do this and i am serious about it like i i'm, I'm not i'm going to show up and i'm going to try and put my best foot forward I'm, I'm not going to show up there and just be a joke i want to do good and they helped me out and we got into ucc 21 that is I love awesome. the story
0: because it is it is right chris this is like what i think of what i think about passion for diesel performance mm-hmm. we talked to a lot of the shops and the shops it's not a financially viable option to go compete at ucc for 99% of the competitors who have ever been there mm-hmm. right like this generally is all about passion but when when it's not a shop when it's not like oh i went to work today worked on customer trucks and then i finished my truck while i was already there and i had all my tools there and i have mm-hmm. all these resources and i have all these connections and i have this experience you are literally like you said going from zero to 100 in, in an amazing pace of just saying, I bought a truck or I started a YouTube channel, and now I'm competing at the highest level of diesel performance competition. What are what are some of the things you wish you could go back and redo over this last build uh, and going into UCC this year? Um,
1: I mean, as, as the build as, as a total thing, if I would have known I was going to build a Pro Street truck from the get-go, there, there's a whole lot of parts I wouldn't have bought. <laughs> when it was a street truck. I mean, a whole lot. Um, basically, I built the truck and I'm like, I'm going to make the most badass truck I can. If it falls into 590, great. Falls into Pro Street, cool. And we went faster in a 590. I'm like, well, I'm not slowing it down. You know, <laughs> I got to go faster. And, you know, I got the truck down to a, a 1033. Or no, a 1027 is the best pass I made last year with on CSP1, right? Never really turned it up. You know, and I was just still learning nitrous and stuff like that. And, like, it, truck could have gone so much faster last year looking back. Um, but as far as the build total, honestly, there's nothing I would take – I would want to redo differently because I learned so much through every aspect of it. That, uh, you know, the, the trials and tribulations, the things that I screwed up and I know not to do again. And, honestly, there's some mistakes I made this year at UCC that I made last year. And it was just, I got so rushed and flustered that I didn't think of it. And I'm like, ah, you idiot, you know? And it's just like, I should have learned from my mistakes better. And then going forward, I'm going to try and do that. Absolutely. How do you,
2: if you don't mind me asking, how do you juggle building a, a pro street truck of this caliber and doing it in a DIY fashion and then documenting everything and having your own vlog channel with YouTube? Like, well, what does that balance look like?
1: Um, Honestly, when it gets down to crunch time, the kind of the YouTube stuff goes away because okay. like uh, it's been a week and a half since I posted a video because honestly I've been thrashing. I haven't had time to pick up the camera, let alone edit a video. Um, one of my big things with doing the YouTube channel is I have people coming up from uh, the spectators coming up and hey, you know you're really showing us that the little guy can do it. You, I have guys tell me you taught me how to put head studs in. That's and, awesome. And to me, that's really cool because in that video, I was wondering how to do it myself, <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. Like a lot of the stuff you see, it's the first time I've ever done it. It's the only truck I've ever four length. Like, it's the only t- truck I've ever done a lot of stuff to. And, um, but the balancing act part of it, honestly, like at UCC, um, my crew this year, they were great. They'd pick up the camera for me, but honestly, I didn't think about the camera at all. I was thinking <laughs> about the competition and they'd pick up the camera, and maybe interview me once or twice, but I was just thinking about the track, the dyno, the sled pool, you know, whatever. Um, and, and then I'll, I'll figure out how to come, you know, make a video out of that
0: later. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, so. let, let's talk about the competition. Uh, day one was the drag race. And where did you fall in the overall standings after day one?
1: So I found, uh, found myself fourth place. Um, I didn't go as fast as I wanted. And uh, a lot of people laugh because I'm like, oh, I only went a 1045 or 1045. I only went a 545 in the eight. And the reason that that doesn't sit well with me is I went 533 last year off the trailer. So I want to do better than I did last year. But, you know, when I think back, I did the hot retorque on this truck one week exactly to the day I was supposed to be drag racing it. So there's zero testing, zero anything. Um, but that being said, I did hit my one goal of being the fastest truck there that didn't have a turbo 400 in it. Because with a 48RE, an Allison, whatever, 4R, it's hard to compete with a, a turbo 400. Yeah. So I was the fastest truck without that transmission, which that's a goal I hit and I'm happy about. And I'll be honest with you, drag race day, uh, we, we thought we were spraying the house down on this thing by the end of the day. And I pulled the bottle out at the end of the day. I'm like, man, this thing's really heavy. Went over to 30 hooker diesel. I weighed my bottom. We used two pounds of nitrous and two passes. So we were using basically a spool jet. So a uh, little bit of learning there, but I was having a ball. I mean, getting back in the truck, I was having a blast just making passes. And I was having so much fun.
2: Well, I, I think that that's all part of this, you know, and it's amazing to me that you enjoying it as much as you do is kind of like what drives you um, building the truck, documenting it, doing all these things that you do where pretty much everyone that you are competing against have a team working on the truck. It's not one guy in a garage welding and learning how to put in a, a cage or for linking the front part the rear end of the vehicle like you don't see any of that there's not a lot of diy guys in this space guys are backed by shops own shops work at shops that kind of thing so as we talk to all the other interviewers and, and we talk about these types of things like i feel your excitement i feel your passion you know through this interview so far and it's super cool like i'm getting goosebumps as we're talking about it you know, you really have a flame to you when you're talking about this stuff. Oh, yeah, man, I was just in the truck. We didn't run the best time, you know, like last year off the trailer, but I was just hot laughing having a ball. Like, that that's what this is about, right? Like, that's what diesel
1: performance is.
0: Yeah. How many passes did you end up making on, on Friday?
1: We made seven passes. Seven that's passes. awesome.
0: Yeah, so we, we may have
1: lost reverse after about the third pass. <laughs> um, I think the forward clutches Weld themselves together We might have a little issue there But my team's like We'll, we'll push you out of the tent We don't need reverse I'm like, alright, I'm, down. I'm <laughs> down, down, down And and it didn't falter it, it would shift We got our shift points dialed in 5,000, 5,000, 5,000 You know, and just You know, we come back And I'll tell you what My team uh, we're, Nobody else has touched this truck Other than me Right but they came in. Um, I had Whitley Peterson. Uh, he hit me up. Uh, he, used, he helped uh, the T-Pain crew out last year. He's from Georgia. Gave him a shot helping out on a truck, and he did great. Uh, Mr. T-Pain himself, Trevor Peterson, the day before UCC, said, I'm flying out to help. My dad and my one buddy who's not in the diesel performance at all, You know, they all came out and was like, we're going to help. That's and awesome. None of them really know the truck, but they those guys – Got, and I didn't have to tell them anything. They got dialed in. we get truck back in the front clip up, fan on it, filling it with fuel. Basically, all I had to pull, do was pull a data log and figure out what was going on. And I I, I didn't have to say anything. I mean, it, it just – like the team just came together so quickly. And with most of them not even knowing each other. I mean, it was it was awesome. It, dude, I had so much fun. this. I, I think I had more fun this UCC – than I had as a spectator, as a competitor last year. I mean, I had a blast.
2: Now, one of the common things that we see with a lot of competitors is there's a lot of changes from day to day, set up to set up in preparation for the next event. So you had seven passes under your belt drag race. And what did that preparation look like from Friday to Saturday getting ready for the dyno event?
1: So, Friday to Saturday, getting ready for the dyno, we threw the G57 turbo on top of the uh, 88-millimeter GT55. Um, Not really a big deal. The piping kit kind of works, or so I thought, which I'll go into. Um, Changed some nitrous around to some buttons. Um, Just that's how Derek taught me last year. And got our kind of our nitrous game figured out. Uh, Ryan Milken for Hardway Performance sent me over a new tune file. Hey, run this, you know, like, what do you want to do on the dyno? I'm like, I want to put up a number. All right, use this. Um, and then everything looked great. We chalked up the rear end. So that was a solid suspension and all that. Um, then dyno day rolled around. I still had to put a lockup switch in it, stuff like that. Um, and then it kind of went haywire when it was getting close to be my time to go up to the dyno, which happened last year too, unfortunately. But <laughs> had leaking solenoids, had, you know, this problem. Kenny Bruner, he came over, he was a competitor last year, he came over, he says, dude, you got a big exhaust leak on the back of this turbo. So I said, do what you got to do. And they took a grinder to it, you know, they, they figured it out, got everything sealed up and right so I could go just kind of get in my head space. They took care of everything for me. Um, got the nitrous problems figured out and we were ready to go. I mean, it wasn't a whole lot, but we probably should have been a little more particular looking over our stuff, but that's once again just me inexperience.
2: <laughs> what kind of power did the truck end up making on the dyno, dyno day?
1: Um, unfortunately, we only made like 1856 horsepower. Okay. Um and 2600 foot-pound of torque, but that was on five cylinders. So oh. in the in the morning, I Chase Lee told me, because the first few passes on drag day, this thing was still on break-in oil. Um, so we keep, did an oil change, all that. He said, hey, make sure you check valve lash. So we went up, made our pull, and the truck wasn't running right. And everybody said that, and we couldn't figure out why. So we were changing sensors out, doing this and that. And somebody made a comment, might have been Ryan Milk, and it sounds like you unplugged plugged an injector. So immediately my head went to, I did valve lash this morning. I probably forgot to tighten down the injector harness, full valve cover. I'm checking the injectors and Trevor Peterson goes, dude, what's going on here? Here, number four cylinder, the intake valve bridge is laying down in the Valley. I forgot to tighten up the jam nut on the adjuster for the uh, push rod. Oh, so were wow. Five cylinders on the dyno. I, I, that's 100 me. I bit myself in the ass on that one, and uh, we just didn't have the tools right there to get it back, you know, together. And plus, it was hot. You're supposed to do last cold, you know. And you know what? I'm not going to try and break it to try and put up a number when I just got it back together, and I want to go drag racing. So right. we pushed it off the dyno with the 1800 horse five cylinder pull. <laughs>
0: What what was the number you were shooting for? What would you have been happy with?
1: Anything over 2,090. So my first time ever last year on the chassis dyno, first time ever doing it, I put up 2,090 horsepower, 2,700 foot pounds of torque. So anything better than that. My goal was to just beat me last year. Unfortunately, I didn't do that. And, you know, it's, it's 100% my fault. So. Definitely. That's something I'm going to double check every time I'm under that valve cover.
2: (laughs) You know, you could look at it as, as you should have checked it, but damn well, you'll never forget it again. Right.
1: (laughs) That's the other thing, you know, me not doing this for a living or anything, uh, between the hot retorque and that day, it's the second time I've been under a valve cover in 10 months. Oh, wow. Oh my God
2: yeah yeah no i, I, I think see this that. is the
0: draw right like this is the draw to, to the turbo Tom youtube channel is is that like it, it is this real world shit that like to be honest with you i know we talk about you doing it because you're not a mechanic but there's plenty of guys out there who made this simple of a mistake at ucc that own a shop there's yeah. plenty of mechanics out there who have put a customer truck together that have made this simple of a mistake even though they do it for a profession, it's very easy to be human. It's very easy well, to make a little mistake like this. I think that's what's cool about the channel is that we get to see that behind the scenes and we get to see that kind of authenticity to it. Um, but it is, it is one of those. I know that it, it, it burns, right? It, it's like, sure, sure. I learned uh, it still sucks. We're still looking at going forward now. 1800 still puts you in the middle of the pack, right? Yeah, for, somewhere for in there,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and then to to look at going to the sled pole, we've been having this big conversation about two trucks. Um, obviously, Ziegler had two trucks, Burkharts had two trucks, um, you know, we talked to Patterson, he was rolling solo, so he was one of the other few few guys out in the field who ran one one truck in all three events. Before we talk about your performance at the sled pole, tell me about your thoughts about the two-truck rule.
1: Uh, So I sat in them stands before I was ever on that track. And as a fan of this, I wouldn't like it. Um, I knew that. As soon as I heard about it, I said, well, I'm not doing that. And I tried to start getting stuff together. I mean, I got a big Rockwell rear sitting here. I borrowed some 488 gears and a locker for the front. I was going to swap in later. No, I just ran out of time, honestly, because I wanted to go against some real deal sled pullers and try and show them what's up. Like if I can be a real deal sled puller on their turf, like, all right, that's awesome. But as a fan of it, I don't like it. Um, I get why they did it. And I don't begrudge any of the competitors who did it. You know, if you don't take the rules and use them, they're your advantage, you know, that that's on you. I mean, I knew I was you know doing the underdog thing, doing that. And I just thought the guys in the stands would appreciate it more. Um, and, and that's why I did it, because if I was sitting up there, I would respect the guys like Chris Patterson, myself, Eric Merchant. Uh, and there's a couple other teams that did it as well. Yeah. And, you know, I would respect that so much more. Like, I went up to Chris Patterson when we were going to roll my truck back. Like, I had just met him before sled pools. I wanted to make sure I went and said hi and, you know, like, introduced myself. I said, hey, man, congratulations. You you did the best of any of us guys to used one truck. I mean, he got fourth overall. That's awesome. You know? and I just appreciate it, you know, and Eric Marshall got second in dyno or in the the sled pool with with the same truck he used on the drag strip and the dyno. And I'm, I respect the hell out of it. But like I said, I, I don't disrespect Derek or Justin or any of them. Hey, here's the rules. If you're not using those, the fullest of your ability to try and win, then you're a fool or you're, you know what I mean? Like it's, they're, they're doing what they need to do to
3: win. Oh, I mean, so.
2: we we've asked this to all of the, the guys that we've interviewed and me myself, I was a spectator in the stands watching the polls on Sunday. And it did get a little confusing, you know, trying to figure out what truck was pulling for what team and, and what that looked like. And um, you know, I, I, could say that a lot of end people uh, you know, spectators and competitors you know, there's a couple competitors, like, like you said, Tom, you know, we're using the rules to our advantage, the rules are the rules, and we could do what we want to be within, you know, the, the respect of the rules. And you have a lot of those spectators that are like, Hey man, you know, UCC was one truck, prove yourself, you know, and and those roots are kind of missing, you know, this year at the competition.
1: Yeah. And I I felt the same way. I got out of the truck, like, Hey, let's go over, you know, just talk to some people, you know, enjoy the sled pools and, there's guys up and I'm like, I don't even know who this guy just slept. You know, uh, I, I mean, I give guys like quality, a big shout out. I mean, Hey, yes. quality, dirty hooker. I mean, the truck that Derek brought, he, he built a lot of that truck, you know, they had a hand in it, yeah. you know, but then there's other trucks that I just called this guy from wherever. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I thought about it for a second. I'm like, you know what? I, it's not me. It, i want to do this that's why i did it i don't i don't really get sled pulling i did it i've done it twice and i still don't understand it i don't know why <laughs> people think it's so fun i mean it's not like drag racing you know so i i I,
0: love, I i love that type of feedback though right It's because yeah. because this isn't a a bet on hey if i could get first i could help expand my business like this isn't an investment for you this is pure cost so if it's going to be pure cost it should be about pure passion um it should be about i built this truck for me i'm taking it to ucc not the other way around right like we we like to see that um tell us what changes did you make to go from the dyno to go out and go sled pulling how much work did you have to do saturday night
1: We changed the front four-link bars, the rear four-link bars. Put a sled pulling hitch on it. Um, I put my rear, my front frame back on because I had actually cut it off for drag racing. And I made a setup so I could bolt the old front original frame back on the truck. Then put the weight box on, filled it with weights. Um, We left the big turbo on because Chase Fleece was like, "I'd leave that thing on there." Okay, we'll leave it on there. (laughs) So now that I have confidence in it, there I'll probably try and run down a strip like that at some point. Um, change the wheels and tires. Um, I mean, that's it. I mean, it, it sounds easy. It just took us a little while to do, you know. We, we had a lot of crests and rents just floating around because, <laughs> I don't know, I need a wrench. Just grab a crest and, you know, heck with it. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh,
2: what did you end up? So you said, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. You, you said you had pulled twice. So is that safe to assume that uh, your second sled pool is at UCC this past weekend?
1: Yeah, they're both UCC sled pools. So first and last awesome. year and this one. So
2: That you know, is really awesome. To Tom, where, where do you live in the country?
1: I'm in uh, southeastern Pennsylvania.
2: There's sled pulling in your area, man. Like, what are you doing? There's
1: a sled pool track literally five miles from now. <laughs> <Miami. laughs> but they don't allow nitrous, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't fit any classes. I mean, yeah, I
2: mean, up here in Illinois, there's some brush pulls, you know, you could pretty much just like go pull like an expedition hook just to, you know, get it. But I I get what you're coming from, you know, you're a full fledged drag racer and that's where you're going to stick to your roots. You know, I get it.
1: I'm more of a, I'm more of a tested tuner. I mean, I really haven't done enough drag racing. Uh, (laughs) I'm getting into it. I mean, my first drag race was against Johnny Gilbert of all people, you know? <laughs> like, wow. Wow, and these are guys.
2: We're talking about names that like I used to go to Shy back in 2012, 2013 to the extravaganza and these are seasoned vets in this in this thing <laughs> that <laughs> you're having your first next to. That is so cool.
1: <laughs> that oh, is it was a I'll tell you what that drag race last year at Rudy's, it was a true fast and a furious moment because I got him off the line because like I screwed up and kind of jumped forward while still in the beams. And he's like, What's going on over here? And I thought I had him right at the line, 150 mile an hour. Here he comes. I'm like, oh
0: well, there goes that. You <laughs> know, it was
1: it was one of them. I I thought I had you. No, yeah, yeah. Kidding.
0: That's awesome. I mean the blast. I love, I love that the truck is literally just to go fast. You're like, I'm a test and tune guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah I mean, I want to drag
1: race. It's just, yeah, I want to go fast. I mean, how, you know, we went last year after, uh, UCC went to MIR for truck mania and it's quarter mile tracks. So it was like, you know, at some point I'll run it out the back end. First pass felt great. Boom. eight twenty six, And I, I, was blown away i got that time slip but i just started screaming you know i went i went from 10s to to coasting the nines to running an eight something and i couldn't believe it
0: that that is hard to get get your head around you haven't had I, i mean how how run me back how long have you had the truck
1: oh um since 17 maybe Okay. I can't remember. I mean, the first video on the YouTube channel was me flying to get it. So you go back to
0: that. I mean,
1: <laughs> it's been quite the evolution. That's super cool.
0: Tom, we saw an amazing performance from you. It's been a blast following along for this year's UCC. This is two years back-to-back. Can we assume you're, you're in for a third? Or are, we, are we committed to that?
1: Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't uh, beat myself. Well, I beat myself this year and didn't beat myself in 21. So I want to beat my performance from 21. Um, one thing that you guys didn't you don't know, uh the rear axle in the truck may kind of look like a smiley face a little bit. So I think uh the sled pool track we did a little damage there. So we're gonna be doing a little upgrade in the rear end of the truck. Oh um, my god, but yeah, I uh the future of the truck, I wanna run ODSS. Um, I missed the first race this year and then, uh, the, uh, race there at UCC, I didn't compete because really didn't have a handle on the truck yet for, you know, getting back to a pro street spec. So I want to get back there. I would love to run a four on a 48. Um, but UCC 2023, I definitely want to do again. And I got this big Rockwell sitting here. I didn't use this year. So I guess I'm going to try and use it next year. You have another
2: 363 days to get it together for the rear end at that point,
1: right? Well, yeah, I'm sure it'll still be a thrash the last week. That's how it
2: goes. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you're the first uh, guy that we've interviewed that uh, has confidently thrown their hat in the ringer for 2023.
1: Well, I mean, they're scared of me. What can I say?
2: <laughs> I would have to
0: agree. What, I would what have to agree think with it. about this that, What is it that that is making you say this early on that, that this is something you want to do again?
1: Well, I'll be honest with you, a lot of it is the spectators. When they come through, and I, it, it bums me out when I don't have time to talk to people. But the people come through and they like they watch the YouTube channel or they just see what I'm doing and like I'm signing autographs. Like I'm just a guy in my garage. I'm signing autographs. Like it's it's a very weird feeling. Like, um like I said, I'm just a guy in my garage. But like when I have guys coming over and saying like, "Hey, you help me do this," or "You're you're showing me this," or "You're making me feel like I could go do this." Like, dude, that it—that's a feeling that I never expected with all this, and I find so amazing. I mean, I had a fan of mine, um, and I'll, I'm gonna shout them out, Jennifer and Mitchell Phelps. I've been in contact with them, met them, uh, like in UCC in '18. They saw that we were working on truck, getting ready for a sub. They went out and bought us a half dozen pizzas and came back. And, and I'm like, you guys didn't have to do that. Like I, I, I was so blown away, but it's that kind of stuff. And just the spectators and the fans, how much they appreciate what I'm doing. It, it means the world to me it really does. I don't want to let them down.
2: Oh, I, I think there's a, there's an authenticity to you. That's very genuine. That goes a long way. And there's a pure passion and pure drive. You know, you're not doing this to like, oh, fuck this guy, fuck that guy. I'm going to go smoke this guy like well, you're doing well, it.
0: Well, we didn't ask that. Is there anybody? Well, no, no, you know what? Like, <laughs> let, let, let him
2: have the humble moment for you, baby. Okay? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's really cool to see, you know, you're doing this to better yourself. You're doing it for fans. You're doing it for the people that are supporting you. You're like, you're kind of like the people's champ, you know, in a sense. You know, you're doing I it. I'm close
1: to Philadelphia. I'm like Rocky. You
0: know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just not Italian. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Rocky of Diesel. I think we just found the name for the episode. I like um, that. All right, Paul. Beat him in your shit,
1: talking.
2: <laughs> right, right.
0: No, but, but, but one of us, is there anybody it, it, it we know from experience that it is actually really easy to make friends in this industry because there, it is oh, filled 100%. with a lot of really cool people that want to help. You, you know, you're talking about huge names out here, but these are guys that Chris and I have met at, at several events that are just super cool, down-to-earth people who just want to help each other, right? Um, but is there anybody who's rubbed you the wrong way? Is there anybody we got we got some competition out there for? What about the other YouTubers that that are that are looking at this event? You, you want to tell What about, about Josh
2: McCormick? About? You try to fuck Josh McCormick up? Oh,
0: yeah, he's good people. Yeah, big no, I,
1: I have zero problems with Josh, but I mean, if Greg A thinks he can build something, we'll see. You know, i have all the respect in the world for josh i can't tell you what i've never met somebody with so much no quit in him that yeah. man josh 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 won't quit he no. won't falter and i'll tell you what it's impressive it really is um yeah i i i talk shit my own way uh i don't do it out on the internet and all this kind of stuff you know i'll do it in person or if i know you so like justin Ziegler. We talked on the phone before UCC last year. He gave me some sled pulling tips because I had his old sled pulling setup that he made for Mike Wiskowski. And when we were at UCC, you know, we introduced ourselves in person and all that, and I said, well, look, you're the favorite. I said, I'm here to fuck you up. You know, and, <laughs> and it was just – it's all in good fun, you know. He was pitted right next to me. I'm barring tools off of him left and right. He's awesome. borrowing stuff off of me. It's all in good fun. There's not a competitor that was there that I wouldn't help. There's not a competitor there I wouldn't ask for help from. You know, a little good ribbing's good there. I don't do that stuff on the internet too much. It's just not my place. If I was smart, when they are making all these bets, I would have bet Derek and Justin that my drag truck was going to outpull their drag truck because I would (laughs) have won that. (laughs)
2: Next year. There's always next year
0: that is so yeah, well, well said <laughs> so well said um all right man well this is this has been so much fun i really appreciate you carving out some time for for our fans out here uh is there anybody you want to give a
1: shout out to uh, i want to give a shout out to my crew this year um my dad he pulled my sled pulling setup set up out there you know supported me through the event um just uh uh, Whitley Peterson, he came up from Georgia. I really didn't know him. I gave him a shot, and hopefully, he's going to be helping me out at like Rocky Top, stuff like that. Really great hand. Anything I needed done, he did it. My buddy Josh, he's not in the diesel thing, but by the end of the weekend, he's like, I get it. You know, like this is a great group. And then uh, Mr. T Payne himself, Trevor Peterson. Like I always say, I say, this is your fault, Trevor. You caused all this death, you know, all this carnage. Um, But no, he he flew out last minute, helped me out. Great dude. Um, I also want to support, you know, I also want to shout out all my supporters like Fleece and Freedom for this badass engine. Um, Hardway Performance for the tuning. Ryan's always on top of it whenever I need anything or performance parts. Um, Also, Fluid Amper and AirDog, they really reached out early in the whole YouTube thing like, we think you're going to do big things and they've been supporting me ever since. Uh, Muldoon's performance transmission, they're always there for me. Whenever I need anything, I got two badass transmissions. This is I went through two UCCs without having to put my spare in, which I think says a lot. Um, And then Matt Sancher from Sancher Performance Development for these input shafts, I don't have to worry about them. I'm not going to break them. And and that's just awesome and last shout outs to derek at dnr he really took me under his wing at ucc 21 and i learned so much and i probably hit him up on a weekly or bi-weekly basis just asking questions so and and other than that i would to uh you know give a shout out to all my competitors you know it was a blast competing with them and i hope to see him again
0: that's awesome man that's well, awesome. uh you know we've talked a lot about your DIY aspect and the reach through the channel and, and finding people who are new to this industry and looking to to replicate your results looking to get into this as well if somebody were to come to you tonight and ask hey and say hey I want to go to UCC next year what should I do what would your advice be
1: find 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 um a team or a group that that you like what they're doing like like Justin did, like I did, like me with Hardway, SNS, um, Freedom, you know, Justin with Exergy, Firepunk, you know, that uh, and D&J, you know, find a group that, you know, you like what they're doing, that you get along with and and, and go that route and, and just make it like a team effort. Yes, I built the truck myself, but that doesn't mean there wasn't input from other people, you know. Uh, I probably should have asked more questions. that's another thing. Like ask a lot of questions. It'll save you a ton of time. Um, but yeah, find find a group like that that you get along with and you you really match up with. and that that helps so much. you know it's it's a team thing. Um, my big thing is I built the truck myself, but that doesn't mean there's not a lot of people in the back end that support me.
0: Absolutely.
1: If any of our and if any of our
2: viewers want to you know, follow along for the rest of your journey with this awesome truck, uh, what's your YouTube handle? How can they get in touch
1: with you? It's Turbo Tom, uh, ter- like Turbo, but with an A. Uh, turbo Tom on the YouTube, on the Instagram, on the Facebook. Um, that's how you can keep up with the truck. There's no secret sauce here. If you want to build this truck, watch those videos. You got a Pro Street Truck. <laughs> <laughs> There's there's no hidden sauce. I lay it all out there. Trials, tribulations, mistakes. You know, I I try to make sure I especially include the mistakes. Like people will say, like, why did you put that in there? You know, you look dumb because I messed up. I want people to learn from that. There you go. And so they don't do the same thing. Very good. good.
0: That I think that doesn't. Better than than we could put it, guys. Thank you so much for for following along. Uh, make sure you jump on over to the Facebook group. We got a poll going right now on fans of Diesel Performance Podcast Facebook group, uh, asking what you think of the two truck rule, and we want to hear your feedback. Uh, we hope to loop in uh, the UCC higher ups uh, and kind of let them know, you know, hey, this is what what we've heard from people in the future. So. Uh, Turbo Tom, I can't say thank you enough. It's been such a pleasure talking with you. Uh, this is this has been one of those interviews that I know reinvigorates my passion for diesel performance.
1: Oh, 100%. percent. We'll do another one when I run that four.
2: There you go. <laughs> we'll be following up with you then. So you better be ready.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try. Hell, I'm going to try to blow it up. That's that's, that's <laughs> it. That's <the> <laughs>
0: Guys, thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back to you soon with more Diesel Performance Podcast.
3: Hey guys, this is Jeremy Garnett from the Diesel Performance Podcast. Uh, I'm going to do the Super Tech segment here. Um, Behind me, we just picked up this 2019 Ford Raptor here at uh, Calibrated Power. Um, We're going to use this truck for doing a little bit of R&D work. Uh, Right now, we're going to be testing out a little bit of tuning. Uh, down the road, maybe a little bit of turbos, uh, stuff like that. Um, right now, it's more about just uh, getting baselines on it. But as for now, I need to go through it and make sure everything's okay. So bringing the truck in, um, as in just getting the truck, you know, it's a used truck, so it's got a 30, 40,000 miles on it. A um, Couple of things we noticed is uh, some noise in the front end. Uh, we got to diagnose that, see what's going on with it. Um, see if it's a shock issue, maybe a sway bar link, ball joint. Uh, need to dig into that a little bit. Um, one of the other big issues that uh, was bugging us was uh, someone put in a new set of lights in the front of it, the KC lights. Um, the wiring was just the biggest friggin' rat's nest I've ever seen in my life. So I need to go through and figure out the wiring issues on the lights and. See and maybe replace a couple so it's got a couple ambers it's got a couple fogs we just want everything to work uh, and then basically get it cleaned up the first thing I'm gonna do um, is as you can see I get it up on the rack so what I want to do is I want to check the suspension components like I was saying like I really need to get a look at the sh- front shocks I need to get a look at the sway bar links um, I'm gonna use um, a technique of a floor jack and some pry bars and everything and just try to actually pry on the components while it's on the rack and see if I can get or hear or get it to see movement in it. Um, And then that's how I'm going to diagnose the front end of it. Um, The lights on this thing, basically what I need to do is I need to tear it apart, um, take the thousand zip ties the guy had on it and the big bundles of wires. And I need to get it all strung out and I need to see where he spliced in and where it wasn't and determine what I'm gonna replace and what I'm not gonna replace. Um, And then I'm gonna reroute, shorten and make it look a little bit nicer. So some of the tools I'm gonna use to do this job is uh, like I just mentioned is um, simple, basic tools. Um, A good floor jack and a nice pry bar will actually do you can check ball joints on basically any truck that's out there because um, you actually want to check it when it's supported and then you want to put a little bit of tension on it with a pry bar um, and then that pry bar is actually really good for using to put tension on those sway bar links to see if we can get any play out of those um, that's pretty much the only tools i'm going to use this week on this um, now the pro tip i got this week is just don't be a hack. Zip ties are nice, but like if you can like if it takes five minutes to shorten a wire because you're already cutting it anyways, if you, if you can shorten it by a foot, shorten that wire by a foot. make it look nice. I mean, some, some people don't care, but we do. So that's my pro tip for the week. Have a good day, guys.
0: Thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, this has been Paul Wilson and Chris Empke. Make sure to like and subscribe and we'll talk to you again soon.
1: There's no secret sauce here. If you want to build this truck, watch those videos. You got a pro street truck. <laughs> <laughs>